You're listening to Veg Your Best with vegan life coach Michelle Olander. Episode 89 Life Coaching and Vegan Overwhelm. Welcome and welcome back, my friends. We're back, my husband and I, from a trip to England, which I am sure I will tell you about soon, maybe even next week. But right now, here in Western Massachusetts, everywhere I look, it is graduation season. Graduation season. I cannot even guess how many colleges are within 30 minutes of our house in in Western Mass. And of course, my alma mater, Smith College, is arguably the most special to me. But honestly, there are dozens and dozens of others. And this week... We have seen families and vans and households and, I mean, so many people getting together in the Western Mass area. There's bunting and banners flying around in front of houses and trailing behind cars, announcing congratulations and who finished and who conquered it and who got through Honestly, it's always so heartwarming in our area to see the excitement communities and families have when they are gathering together to celebrate a new crop of graduates of every sequence of high school or college or vocational training or graduate degrees. It's always super exciting to see all the people who come together to celebrate and Also in our area, we have a lot of alums coming into the five college area, which is centered around Northampton and Amherst, Massachusetts, and they come in for their reunions. Some of us can get pretty old and still show up for reunions, and uh, that's pretty exciting too. So there are a lot of things to celebrate this time of year, and also there are weddings and proms, and there's been a lot of activity in the bright spring air in our area. And you know, it made me it made me start thinking that there are so many things that we do all of us in our contemporary society because we think that it will pay off in some way. Education, that's one thing a lot of us want for ourselves and we want for our younger family members education but we also we also do other things we think will pay off things like flossing flossing our teeth or trying to find a good house or a neighborhood that we're going to raise our kids in or we vote voting is another thing we do because we think it might pay off we pick up litter or don't litter we recycle we volunteer as um, crossing guards to help the kids get to school safely. And, you know, we never, we never know for sure how that's going to turn out, do we? We can never be certain that the choices we make for safety, for health, for community, for financial or professional success, we can't be sure they're going to pay off. But we try. We try. And sometimes, honestly, we do. We hit it out of the park. 
sometimes, and sometimes we struggle. And if you are listening here, you probably believe, as I do, that living as close to a vegan or a whole food plant-based lifestyle as possible, well, that it's another area where we can actually help move the needle towards health, towards kindness, towards ethics, and towards sustainability. And as in every other area that we try in life, sometimes we do. We hit it out of the park, and sometimes we struggle. But today I want to say, yeah, we sometimes struggle in all these things, but isn't it still worth doing, even when it's not going perfectly? So you guys know that my mission here, the reason I show up as a life coach and as a podcaster here each week is to encourage you to stick with your vegan goals, even if it's not going perfectly. Well, for that matter, especially, (laughs) I'm here for especially those days, moments, weeks when it's not going perfectly. And I'm guessing that over the years, there were hiccups in maybe your education or in your job or in your parenting or in your dental hygiene or your community involvement or your voting record. It couldn't have just been me that had those problems, right? I took about six years to finish my bachelor's degree. And that's a story for another day. (laughs) And I was 52, almost 53, when I got my master's in the history of art. But for too many of us, when we have delays or a rough patch with eating whole foods or remembering to seek out and choose a vegan option or a product, we have trouble and we throw our hands up just too often saying, this this is impossible. But it's not. It's not. It's just that a lot of us have the idea that vegan means all or nothing. Perfect or poser. Poser however you prefer to pronounce it, poser. I like poser. But last week on episode 88, I talked a little bit about one kind of small mind shift tool I use with my coaching clients, no matter what goal they're working on. But coaching pays off because it helps us reframe what struggling with a goal means. Because we, in every goal we've ever accomplished, we struggled. When we've dropped the ball, we've had a meltdown, we've had tantrums. Honestly, anything anything you did to get where you are now with pride, you had some trouble. But sometimes we forget about it now because in hindsight, it looks a lot smoother. It looks a lot smoother. But struggling, struggling does not mean that anything went wrong. Struggling doesn't mean that you're weak or that you're unsuited 
to the goal. Or as my client said the other day, S out of luck. (laughs) Struggling just means you're learning and you're not quite there yet. I personally believe that committing to a vegan practice is one of the most powerful things we can do. And the skills that you learn on a vegan journey will, I promise you, they will reverberate throughout every area of your life. And life coaching tools and techniques, I think, are super valuable because they are really applicable anywhere you want to make change, anywhere you want to learn new skills or stop doing the old behaviors that are getting in the way of your goal. And one of the biggest parts of life coaching, one of the foundational areas I work on with new clients is learning to evaluate. And we talked about that a little bit last week, but to learn to evaluate really effectively and kindly, but honestly. We want to evaluate where we are now, where we want to go, and what's keeping us from getting there at this moment in time. And that's not just that's not just positive thinking. Mindset work, thought work, it's not just positivity. It's not just telling ourselves a rainbow fairy story. It's not you know, I know sometimes people who haven't done coaching think it's like that that it's just telling ourselves, "Yeah, I can do it. I'm so good. Look at me." It no, it's really more about telling ourselves the truth about where we are right now without a lot of story, without a lot of drama. The thought work, the evaluation that I teach my clients is really about, well, it's about owning the results. It's about believing that we have created a bunch of results and that's where we are right now. So we want to own the results of what we've created and we want to root out, notice anywhere our brains are starting to blame others or blame ourselves or to demand that we qualify the story, get some good context context in there, remember that some justification. We want to tell that story, as I told you last week, that three-part process, paying attention, paying respect, and paying it forward. Well, today, we have a, another three-part process, and I think this is something that helps keep us really specific. Last week's was a little more general. This week's is a little more specific. And this process will help us keep really clear on specifics when our brains are most likely to be muddying the waters with vagueness and self-criticism and blame. And the process is the keep, start, stop process. And it's something I'm sure many of you have run into somewhere along the way. It's used a lot with adolescents. It's used a lot with teens, especially when they are 
struggling and overwhelmed, but maybe you're different. But when I'm struggling, my 62-year-old brain still remarkably channels her inner teenager, which sounds an awful lot like, you don't get it. This isn't the way they said. No one's helping me, you know. They're all awful. There's something actually probably wrong with me, and it's completely pointless. And not only that, <laughs> do, you have, do, do you ever go there in your heads? That's my inner teenager. So with the keep, start, stop method, we challenge our brain to choose just one thing for each category. Keep, start, and stop. So what are we going to keep doing specifically? Yes, I know you're overwhelmed. Yes, I know everybody's against you and sabotaging you and you've never been good at this. I know, I know, I know. But specifically, what's one thing you'd like to keep doing? Now, I'm sure you've seen this when you're struggling. Even when you're struggling, there are things that you're actually doing fine right now, things that you are doing okay, things you have accomplished and that maybe that they're serving you. But in the midst of a lot of drama and spin and disappointment and overwhelm, if you're like most people, you can sometimes just even give up on those actions, throwing the proverbial baby out with the bathwater. What's the other What's the other expression? Cutting off your nose <laughs> despite your face, something like that. So even the things you're doing right, even the things I am, I'm handling really well, when I start to get overwhelmed and stressed out and start to doubt myself, I can actually stop doing the things that are working. So keep start, stop. The first thing is to choose one or two things, and I think one, to really just concentrate on, yeah, I'm going to keep doing that. That's working. What are you happy about or proud of? What are you pretty sure you've got dialed in specifically? And that's what you're going to keep. All right? So this is the technique for any situation. We're talking about your vegan journey, but any situation that's a little bumpy. So if it's your vegan journey, what are you doing okay with? Maybe maybe it's breakfast. Maybe a plant-based breakfast is never a problem for you. So you keep doing that. Or maybe it's when maybe it's when you're on your own, not with friends or your mother or your great aunt Sarah. Zero stress when you're not with them. So that's going well. Or maybe um Maybe there's zero stress not eating animals when, um, you know, when you're at work. Maybe that's fine because you go to your, your local cafeteria or you bring your food and that's working perfectly. All right, so keep that. Or maybe you're someone who's just as happy with vegan bacon and vegan mayonnaise, that that has worked out perfectly for you. So no matter what, you're keeping that. You're going to swap those all the time now. Keeping. Maybe it's easy for you at certain restaurants or when you're with certain people. Or maybe here's another thing I, I know some of uh, my clients have, have said that they learned and it's easy to keep reading nutrition labels. Once you start reading nutrition labels, eh, you tend to read them. You tend to notice those from now on. Uh, or maybe you've learned to go on the website at restaurants ahead of time. 
looking at the menus and calling ahead when there's no obvious great vegan option. More examples of what could be your keep. Your keep is when you recognize that you're doing something okay, something pretty well, or something really well, and you want to keep doing it. Or even sometimes you recognize that you've started doing something that wasn't that easy, but you're kind of on a roll now, so you want to keep doing it. That's number one, keep. Keep, start, stop. So start, okay, here is where you choose just one thing to concentrate on this week or even today. One thing that you're going to start. What is it? You could start, maybe you want to start telling one person every once in a while that you're not eating animal products anymore. Or maybe you're going to start by mentioning it to your mother (laughs) who thinks you're going to die of malnutrition if you're vegan. Or maybe you want to start by trying one vegan substitute. You know, in restaurants, I've told you this in past episodes, years ago, I started ordering a collection of three or four side dishes. That's even before I told my husband that I was going vegan. I would say, you know what, I'm going to order the mushrooms and the broccoli rabe and the... I don't know, tabbouleh, something. So three or four dishes that I would have. And he looked at me and he was like, yeah, I guess that looks healthy. <laughs> so, so that was one thing I started doing um, because I was looking to make accommodations everywhere I was going. And I didn't actually want to explain what I was doing, but I wanted to start moving in that direction. So and as I've told you guys a million times, I had it, it was I had to prove to myself that being a practicing vegan was going to be possible. I, I was not someone who believed that right away. If some if some of you out there think that I am a lifelong vegan, you just go back and look at some of the early or listen to some of the early episodes of uh, this podcast. I was really not. <laughs> I was. Sure, it was impossible for me. But some part of me kept moving in a vegan direction. So start. What is one place, one way, one manner in which you can start something this week? And be really specific, really specific, really localized. Maybe you try a plant-based frozen dessert or you download a vegan recipe, or, or ask someone on Instagram, and there is a wonderful community of vegans and plant-based people on Instagram. And if you follow me on Instagram, you'll like automatically be connected with a bunch of them. You can follow them. Um, so that might be one thing you start. You start reaching out on social media to get some great ideas from people in that community. Um, or maybe you replace a podcast that you listen to with a podcast that discusses veganism or watch one of the plant-based or vegan documentaries. We've talked about those like Forks Over Knives or Earthlings or Seaspiracy. Start, choose one 
specific thing to start. So that's keep, start, and the third one is stop. What's one thing you could stop and be really specific? Because if you're having trouble eating plant-based, maybe you don't just say, stop eating all animals today and forever. People do it. People do it. But if it's not working for you at the moment, it's not where I would recommend you put your focus. Pick one thing you can stop. Now, my husband is not vegan, but he stopped eating bacon and mayonnaise completely, completely swapped those out for a plant-based bacon and for veginase, organic veginase. Those were two examples of stop for him. Early on, I stopped getting cheese on pizza. Zero cheese. Now, some of you think that is like the definition of insanity, but for me, it wasn't. For me, if it was a nice crust and there were plenty of mushrooms or other veggies on top, I never, ever missed the cheese. That was an early example of stop for me. Now, you know, I learned about life coaching As some of you know, because I stopped listening to cooking and food podcasts, uh, food podcasts that included animals as food, and I used to listen to them. I used to listen to Splendid Table and Bon Appetit and, well, the BBC's food program, which I thought was excellent. I listened to all of those, um, among others, and I just decided at one point, no, I don't want to listen to this anymore. I want to fill my mind with things that are about the where I want to go. I want to move towards a whole food, plant-based, vegan lifestyle. And uh, I decided to listen to other things, and that's where I found, I found Rich Roll. I found Howard Jacobson. I found Sid Garza-Hillman. I found uh, Vicki and Larissa from Vegetarian Zen. And I also found completely by accident, Brooke Castillo. Brooke Castillo is the woman whose process I eventually became trained in as a life coach. And no, Brooke isn't vegan. And I like to think that I am the woman who took Brooke Castillo's vision and techniques and wisdom and repurposed them for our community for vegans and for people who want to move in that direction. So the process of looking for other ways to fuel my life in my brain by removing podcasts and removing books and magazines that were uh, using animals as food, I removed those and I looked for other things to fill my brain with. So I stopped continuously consuming information that was about animals as food, and I replaced it. So that was a good example for me of a stop. Keep, start, stop. This is so simple. And honestly, it's simple because it is honestly to be used with people who are in the throes of overwhelm and meltdown and spin and really when we're not actually capable of making a, um, a big plan right now, we're in the middle of it. <laughs> if you've ever been there, in the middle of it, 
You want to keep it really simple and kind to yourself. Keep something that you've been doing. Start something that you know you can do. Stop one thing that you know you could do. If you're spinning and not sure where to concentrate or, or you know, whether to throw out the whole idea or punt it to another day or a month or a lifetime, this is a great strategy. Keep what's working. Start one thing. Stop one thing. And don't, don't let your frenemy, do you remember your frenemy? <laughs> That's way back in the early early back catalog of Veg Your Best podcast. Don't let your frenemy, your brain, tell you it's not going to be enough. Too little, too late. That's what my mom used to say. Too little, too late. And when I'm not pleased with myself, I tend to trot that, that phrase out too. Too little, too late, Michelle. Might as well not even bother. But that's just nonsense, really. Of course you should bother it's your goal. It's what you want. It's what you believe in. So breathe and keep what's working. Breathe. Decide one small thing to start. And breathe and choose one maybe small thing to stop. Keep, start, stop. Okay? And as I said... This isn't just for those of us on a vegan journey, right? This is for everything. This is for whenever we are in the spin cycle. We get in over our heads sometimes. And if you're like me, you get in over your head all the time, often, consistently. I, you know, I love this life. I really do love life. And I am so inspired by so many magnificent people and places and creators out there, I am always, I'm always in over my head. I'm always in over my head trying to learn from everyone about everything. So this is a strategy for me too. It's a strategy I use all the time. In fact, next week, maybe we'll talk more about how, how I need this strategy. Keep, start, stop. And it's a strategy I also use with my clients to help them keep moving in that right direction, even when they can't go all in, even when they are in the middle of a lot of moving parts and things that they don't have all the control over right now. Now, maybe next week, I hope next week, maybe next week, I will tell you about some of the moving parts going on in my life uh, this week. That's a teaser. And maybe we'll talk about England and talk about Hadrian's Wall and our trip, which was great. So if all goes well, next week, we'll talk about some of what I needed to keep, start, and stop recently. Okay, your Besties? And if you've got graduations and reunions and weddings and celebrations going on in your neck of the woods, I'm going to challenge you. Let your vegan ideals, your vegan aspirations inspire you to bring just a little extra, a little extra compassion and creativity and kindness, even if not everyone around you is on board with veganism. 
maybe especially if not everyone around you is on board. Even if you yourself aren't always 100% on board yet, okay, you can still be an ambassador. We're all ambassadors. No matter how far you've progressed on that continuum, there's always a kinder, more compassionate choice if you look for it. Okay? And if you're ready to work on your next impossible goal, honestly, apply. Apply to work with me one-on-one, eight weeks. Email me or message me. The links are all in the show notes. And I have, I still have a few, probably only a couple. Maybe it's a few, maybe it's a couple copies of recent guest Henry Mance's book, How to Love Animals in a Human-Shaped World. We definitely have a couple. We'll send those out as a thank you for any new iTunes reviews. So take a screenshot of your review on iTunes and post it on Instagram or email me, okay? And we'll uh, get me your snail mail address or if you are in the UK or Europe and you want the um, digital version, we can do that too. So that's for anybody, that's a thank you for anybody who wants to take the time to do an iTunes review for the podcast. Okay? So keep, start, stop. Tell me on uh, social media, on Instagram, or email me, message me. How are you going to use that this week? Keep, start, stop. Talk to you next week. Veg Your Best podcast production, music, and editing by Charlie Weinshank. Thanks, Charlie. Before you go, it would mean so much to me and the Veg Your Best team if you would hit subscribe, leave us a five-star review, or share with someone you think might be interested. Something about algorithms, it helps bump us up a little in the rankings, and that's the best way to help others find the podcast and for us to find our audience. So until next week, make it easy and veg your best.